So it is my review of the Suicide Boys. Uh, Stop staring at the shadows. I don't really know what that means. Stop staring at the shadows. They don't explain it at any point either. And um, no one really knows if it's an album or a mixtape. One of the boys said one thing. Other boy said the other thing. No one really knows. Um, I am going to go with mixtape, though, because like most of the other Suicide Boys projects, the tracks don't have much to do with each other other than the topics covered. Um, The tracks do get progressively slower and sadder throughout the project, with the exception of the distorted bass banger that is what the fuck is happening. Uh, It is a pretty decent project, definitely not their best, uh, but Live Fast, Die Whenever is better than this. Their project with uh, Travis Barker, uh, I Want to Die in New Orleans, is better than this. Um, It's still a good project, though, with a fair amount of high points. In the first half of the project, you have I Want to Be Romanticized, uh, where, where both of the boys are very melodic, which is quite rare from Scrim as well. He's usually quite, uh, you know, like, by the head off him like a mozzie. Like a mozzie? Yeah. Ozzy oh, Osbourne, Aussie. yeah. thought like a mozzie, like a oh, Australian no. slang for mosquito. <laughs> yeah, he's very, like, I don't know, deep and... Drawn out. Yeah, demonic. Right. But he's, he's singing and he's melodic, which is, is rare. And he's actually got a, a good voice on him. Um... One last look at the damage. Ruby fucking kills it with with a fast rapping, and Scrim had a pretty funny line as well. Um, I fucking made it to 30 without my neck breaking. My gun that's holding the 30 that's got his legs shaking. Meanwhile, his girl in the room with my picture masturbating. There you go. <laughs> I'm not sure he's one to be masturbated over. He's quite a... a yeah, demonic-looking man. Quite satanic. Right. It's all about uh, the Skrilla. <laughs> He's got a large chunk of Skrilla. He does. Um, in Megazeph, which is an abandoned roller coaster in Florida, uh, Ruby did really well. He switches his styles uh, or his style twice on us. Uh, for the last couple of lines, he's screaming, and Scrim manages to keep up on production. Like he manages to keep it on lock throughout all of the switches. Um, Ruby had a great couple of lines in this one as well. Um, I'm from the Era of Terror. Oh, that's that's pretty good. And I want to see Bloodstains, Bloodstains, or the Grill, or the Mustang, Mustang. That's hard. Uh, In Putrid Pride, the transition from the chorus to the second verse is actually really nice. I do want to play that. 39 seconds that this happens. This is the chorus. And then this is the verse. That's a it's such a smooth transition. I thought it, the chorus just started to go off all of a sudden. Then the drums came in. I'm like, no wait, this is the verse. Right. That, that yeah, that probably has to be the highest point in the album for me, just due to how fucking clean it is. Um, but there was a fair noticeable dip in quality. 
uh, in the second half of the album from Puget Pride, which is track number six, all the way to Fuck Your Culture, which is the 11th track. They're all fairly forgetful. Uh, there was the small blip on my radar, which is What the Fuck is Happening, which was just really distorted bass, heavy trap-style drums. But even then, it was a fairly lackluster performance from the both of them, so it's not really worth revisiting. It's only like a minute 40 as well. Uh, the last track, however, is really good. It's called dot dot dot, and to those I love, thanks for sticking around. It is genuinely one of the best put-together songs the two have ever done. Uh, Ruby is singing, Scrim sings a bit too. There's a running theme of a phone. I don't think they've had running themes before throughout a song. Uh, Ruby turns his off to avoid being reminded of shit, and Scrim scrolls through unread texts, right. which also he says later on in that same verse that he is very prone to self-sabotage, which would come into there. That shows the difference between Ruby and Scrim, you know, whereas Ruby turns his phone off to avoid things. Scrim is like, no, I want to hurt myself. I'm going to scroll through all these old texts. There you go. Um, at the end of both the verses as well, the last line is repeated as like an echo as the beat plays out for a while. Um, they have really good lyrics as well, like, um, take me home, it's the one place that I can rest in peace. Like little double Eric Andre there. Mm. Um, and yeah, it honestly is one of the best put-together Suicide Boys tracks that I have heard. The stuff they usually make is like low effort, high volume. Like they put out a lot of stuff and not much work goes into it. But yeah, you can tell that a lot more effort has been put into this one. Um, one little gag they do though, and they have been doing for a number of years now, is their aliases. Right. Like, just about every new song, right. they'll come up with a new, a new alias. alias. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to read out some of my favourites. Um, my favourites of Scrims were Black Window, OG Corpse, Lil Remains. Lil Remains. <laughs> yep. And El Weto. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, some of Ruby's most memorable were Papa Pine, Romeo de Black Rose, Duck Boy, and George Washington's AR-15. There you go. No, I like that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm rating this project a 6 out of 10. It's, right. it's decent to good. All right. There you go. 6 out of 10. All right. Yeah. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. We've got our sneaker releases. Yep. And a track review. All right. Be sure to tune in then. See you later. That's a wrap.